Hello and welcome to today's episode on In Tune With Yourself. I am your host Ashley and I'm very excited today to share a topic with you that I think most people forget is very important. Today's topic is going to be all about loving yourself. It's something that I think we all have different views of, which is sad because it's usually not a positive view. We don't always talk nice to ourselves. We have our inner critic inside talking to us about not nice things, and it can be hard to navigate those feelings. So today, I kind of want to go through what I've learned along the way, um, where I started from and where I am now. As well, I have a couple of poems that I want to read to you. Um, It's from a book called I See You, I Am You by Casey Jo Luce. And it is a book of a whole bunch of her poems. And there's three in here that I want to read to you today. Um, And I'm going to start now with the poem because I think it's very fitting. So they don't have titles, so I'm just going to start. It's not who loves you that's as important as you loving you. Yes, sometimes it's lonely. Yes, sometimes we wonder if another will ever love us again. And sometimes you don't think you know what love is, but you always do. Don't listen to the Disney fairy tale and wait for someone else to do it for you. Don't sit and wish to be saved or thrown on a pedestal for anyone. We're in trouble when we teach the future to put their self-worth and importance into the hands of another. The most beautiful thing you could say to yourself is, Hey, motherfucker, I love you to the moon and back in all phases of your creation, always, always. And to work on saying it until you believe it and you mean it, because loving yourself should be the first and foremost, the shatterproof fidelity. That one is really touching to me because it makes me remember that we're all human and we all see the fairy tales or the rom-coms or whatever that make us think that we have to be some certain way. And for females, we have to wait for the man to do things or the man to save us or do things for us. Or It's funny because I used to think that way and then I realized that it was way more important to me to be independent and to be able to do things on my own. I do try. Sometimes I ask for help on things, especially to do with cars, because, you know, I'm not very good at the auto piece, and I don't really care to learn about it. So, I would always wait, or sorry, I stopped waiting, and I just started doing, and learning, and, you know, it's not that complicated. Anyone can really do it, especially now with YouTube videos, or, you know, easy to call a friend, like I call my dad and say, Dad, how do I do this? It makes you feel really empowered as a female because you're making your decisions and you're going through with them. You're not waiting for someone to do something for you. And just because you may not be married doesn't mean that you're not going to have the happy ending you want. It just probably is not going to be like the Disney fairy tale endings that we see. When I was younger... I thought that I had to have this person who would fit into this puzzle 
I had a wonderful childhood with parents who are still together now, um, and my grandparents on my dad's side are still together, and my aunt and uncle are still together. They were kind of the couples that I saw growing up, and they met at a really young age. I believe between 19 and 20, kind of that age range. And they married each other, and they've all got married, and they've all stayed together. And that was kind of what I looked up to. I was like, oh, I must need that. I must need that at that age. I must find that person at that age. And so what I would do was any boyfriend that I had, I would basically just accept everything and mold myself to them because I thought that in order for them to want to be with me and stay with me I had to be what they wanted and I'm not really sure where I got that from but that's kind of what I always thought I never thought I was good enough to have a really good guy or you know I usually typical went after the bad boys because I felt safe and it felt cool to be that girl that they wanted but in the end I wasn't what they wanted it was more of a thing that they wanted rather than a person and with that I spent a lot of my young adulthood basically just losing myself I didn't know who I was I didn't know what I wanted because I was in relationships where I wasn't really allowed to be myself or I wasn't allowed to have feelings and wants and needs it had to be whatever they wanted and I believe that because of that I lost the time to grow into myself to learn the things that I liked to learn the things I wanted to learn the values that were important to me and I look back and I you know I think why was I that girl why did I turn out that way why did I feel that need to basically not be myself because I think I'm pretty cool in my own way I think I'm a bit weird and quirky and funny like I love my own jokes I laugh at my own I don't know about you but I constantly laugh at myself but yet I still felt it was not good enough for the person I was with or the friends I was around and so I just hid a lot of it and I didn't think anyone would accept me for me so I was feeling really down at one point. I was single at the time. I can't remember if I would just broken up or what happened. But I had a friend have a conversation with me and she was like, okay, so you want to go on a date? Why don't you take yourself on a date? Why don't you teach yourself to love yourself more? Because at that time I was saying not nice things about myself, that there's nothing good about me and a lot of, ne- a lot of negative talk. And so she told me to take myself on a date and I thought this was the most hilarious thing I was like you don't take yourself on a date you take someone else takes you or you take someone it's never you're alone by yourself and she's like well then go take yourself to a restaurant and eat a meal by yourself I'm like what no that's the weirdest thing I could not think about doing that that was just like foreign to me and so that always stuck with me I don't know why this was probably like maybe four no maybe five or six years ago she would have said this to me and it really did stick with me to the point where that was kind of what I was aiming for I was like okay 
I would love to get to that point where I can just go be by myself and I'm okay with it. That I'm okay with sitting in silence and I'm okay with not having self-talk, but the good positive stuff in my head rather than, you know, criticizing myself for something I did or didn't do. So that's always kind of been hanging in the back of my head. And then finally, the last couple of years, I've been reteaching myself the things that I love about myself and I catch myself in the mirror and I'll say, you're looking great today. I love that outfit on you. Like I kind of pretend it's another person because it's easier to compliment other people than it is ourselves. But the other thing too I'm finding is I'm looking forward to when I get time to myself, when I can have that moment of nobody needing me, nobody wanting me, nobody calling for me, no one, whatever. I just would be excited to have time to read by myself or go paddleboarding or go hiking or something that made me happy and then when I was doing those things I slowly started to grow into actually liking being with myself and I've taken myself on a few dinner dates or you know coffee dates or something Um, I haven't gone to movies just with COVID and stuff but I've been really trying to focus on spending more time with myself because I actually now enjoy it. Whereas before it would be like agony being by myself. I'd always have to be with somebody. So in order to find somebody who actually wants to be with you, who loves you for you, then you have to love yourself first. You have to love every inch and piece of you. You need to be authentically you. And then you will find someone who is magnetized to you because that's who you are. If you're being somebody who is not your true authentic self, then you're magnetizing people to you that basically radiate that self of you. And if you're struggling with um, knowing who you are, maybe making a list of the positive things you love about yourself or the things you want to see in a partner And if that partner's things are things that you're not doing, then maybe it's not the right fit. It's all about really diving deep and figuring out what you want and what you love about yourself. So you might be asking yourself, like, so how do you love yourself? I mean, the biggest thing I can say is be weird, be odd, be different, be unique, be authentically you. Because we're on this earth Really, everybody is like a fingerprint. Nobody is the same. And if we were all the same, we could just be robots, all copied to be the same. And that would kind of be a really boring world. The way that I think about it, and I've seen a lot more people be themselves more, is since TikTok became, I guess, famous, if you want to call it that. People started posting videos of them not fully makeup or... They did a dance move that looked funny, but, you know, normally they wouldn't have done it. I also find that people use a lot more filters, but at least they're getting out there and laughing and showing their true feelings. And when they're struggling, they have a place to post about it and people can hype them up. And even though they're being themselves, people still obviously comment, but it's to be... Um, authentically you is when people comment negatively about you you won't care because you're being yourself and who cares what they think especially on social media because we all know that there's trolls who just like to say whatever they want to say to make people's day bad because they hate their own life 
But basically, what I'm trying to say here is be comfortable in your own skin. Try not to care what people think. I mean, I say that, try, because I'm still trying to do that. There's some days where I care more about what people think than I should. And it's probably because I'm in an emotional time and I'm not aligned with everything going on. So it, it can be a struggle for me, but I think as I'm learning and growing, I'm caring less about what other people think or I know to stop myself and walk away or whatever works for you. So I want to share the next poem with you. This one is, says, Lovely, loving reminder. It's nothing personal, so don't get lost. When someone doesn't like you or something about you, criticizes you or judges you for being a certain way, it's their own fear and insecurity with that thing, and often they don't understand or, or are unaware of it. When we're truly comfy with ourselves, all things don't bother us so much. When I find myself annoyed by someone or something, I know that it's an invitation for me to explore what means what that means for me. Why does that or would that bother me exactly? Then you get to be a curious scientist of your life and work it out. Nothing is personal, so don't even take it there. Don't make their pain your pain. It's never about you, it's about them. And for you, you. Accepting responsibility is one of the biggest freedoms you can live. I'm doing my best to work on it every day. This is exactly what I was saying. Sometimes we let other people get to us, but if we can figure out why by asking ourselves, why does that or why would that bother me exactly? And then figuring out what the trigger is for you. So speaking of writing out, I've got a few journal prompts for you today. If you're trying to figure out kind of you're starting out loving yourself or you're starting to really dive deep into what's going on, these prompts might help you. So the first one is, write about a time you are proud of yourself. And that can be for anything. It can be for whatever jumps out at you. But write about a time you are proud of yourself and be really honest and put in those adjectives of explaining why you are proud of yourself the second one is list five qualities that make you unique or five qualities you love about yourself you can do both if you wanted um the third one is what 10 accomplishments are you proud of and the fourth one is more of a sentence to finish it says i am worthy of happiness because dot 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 so you would fill in or sorry yeah, I guess fill in that sentence um, at the end and you can write out I am worthy of happiness because and then do one thing and you can say it again like I am worthy of happiness because you don't have to just do it one time. Um, and then basically I would say why do we want to be ourselves? Like what does that mean to us? What does that give us? What does that do for us? And I think it's, for me, I find that when I'm tr my true self, I have more laughter in my life. I'm smiling more. I'm, I'm stressing less. I'm worrying less. I'm fully in my truth and easier to make decisions. I struggle with decisions. Like, I'm very indecisive when I just don't feel like I know who I am or whatever. So when I'm, like, happy and, like, 
my true self, I find it's way easier to make decisions, especially when I stop caring about what people think. So if I'm like, oh, I don't want to make that decision because it'll upset that person or, or the other person or whatever, and I'm not doing it in my true self where I'm like, oh, I actually really don't want to do that. I'm just going to let them know, or I would way rather spend time with myself than deal with that. Or maybe it's a big decision and when I'm having a cloudy moment in my head, I can't focus on making that decision because I feel like I'm not in line with myself. I'm not being true to myself. And if we don't listen, if we don't listen to our bodies and what we need and we don't dive deep in what's going to make us happy and be our true selves, then we lose our light. And then we lose who we are. And that's what happened to me. And, you know, I feel like I'm starting to really get back into who I am and what I believe in and what makes me feel good. And I really hope that this will help you dig deep and figure out what makes you you. Because sometimes we have to write it out because we just don't see it. Or if you're struggling with saying nice things about yourself, then ask your partner or a friend, maybe what are the five qualities that make you unique or what are five qualities you love about me and then that way it can get you started sometimes when you see how other people see you it can get you um using kind of understanding why they're saying that or makes you think that you know they see you as a go-getter but you don't see yourself as a go-getter well there's a disconnect there and maybe it's that you don't believe you are so that goes into a whole nother deeper area But I want to finish this episode off with the last poem. And again, I'm reading from uh, I See You, I Am You um, by Casey Jo Luce. And I got this one signed by her, which is kind of cool. Um, But I believe you can get them if you're interested in it more. um, You can get it at chapters, I believe. Okay, last poem is Take a step back. Look at yourself. You are alive. You are human. You are beautiful. You are so beautiful. You can be anything. You can be everything. Do not hate because someone broke your heart or because your parents split up. Your best friend betrayed you. Your dad hit you. The kid down the street called you fat, ugly, stupid, or worthless. Do not concern yourself with things you cannot control. That's basically everything except for how we choose to be and how we respond to life's happenings. Cry when you need to. Hold space when others cry. Soften with yourself and realize that we cannot experience true joy. Unless we are willing to surrender to suffering, then let go when it's time. Don't hang on to painful moments just because you're afraid to forget. Don't get sucked down the rabbit hole of the past. Sometimes glance its way with gratitude for any and all of it. But forget things that aren't worth remembering. Stop taking things and moments for granted. Stop taking life for granted. Live for something. Live for yourself. Fall in love. Fall out of love. Fall in love. Fall out of love. Do this over and over until you know what it really is to love someone. Hopefully it's yourself and that true love is without conditions. Question things. Tell people how you really feel. Sleep under the stars. Create. Imagine. Inspire. Share something wonderful. Share the painful moments too. Make something beautiful and then destroy it. Meet new people. 
make someone's day. Keep searching and dreaming. Live your life to its full potential. Just live, dammit. Let go of all the horrible things in your life and just fucking live. And one day when you're old, you won't have to look back in shame or even brush against regret because you'll be so full and peaceful you have blossomed to the complete expression that is you. Whew. Those poems always make me get all the feelings. Um, so that's all I really wanted to share with you today. I hope that you have gained something from this. I really am still working on this with myself. So if you're feeling like you have some additional tips or if you want to share your journey with me, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm best on Instagram at In Tune With Yourself Podcast. And I would be happy to chat with you about what you found good about this or if there is some prompt that helped you really get through this time. Um, and I wish you all the best and happy days. <laughs>